This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. In many cases, there is no better way to draw turkeys towards a particular property than by providing them with the food that they like and need to eat. On this episode, we're going to talk about food plot basics for turkey hunting. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about planning food for turkeys. Now, turkeys, like everything else in the woods, they need to eat. They need to eat constantly. They need to eat regularly. They can't go very long without eating. If where you hunt has no food, then the turkey activity there is going to be limited. So can you plant food for turkeys? The answer is absolutely yes. There's a lot of turkey food plot blends and mixes and things that you can get out there. A lot of it is really good. Uh, But the thing that most people miss is most of what you're planning for turkey food is going to provide them with food in the fall or in the summer. Whereas turkey hunting in most states is early in the spring. In Pennsylvania, that's in May. A lot of states, that's in April. So, you know, if you're planting wheat, for example, or you're going to plant rye, or you're going to plant oats for turkeys, you know, depending on your area, they may or may not like those things. But the bottom line is, it, it's not going to be ready. It's not going to be harvestable. It's not going to be something they can eat or that's going to have any draw during the spring turkey season. So a lot of people plan a lot of stuff for turkeys that is basically useless for spring turkey hunting. You got these mixes, and it's a great mix for the fall, maybe, to try to lure flocks of turkeys to a field or to an area in the fall. And that's a strategy, and that's, you know, if that's what you're trying to do, then 
you know, go with the go with the the, the the different mixes and the things like that. But for spring turkey hunting, it's a different story. Uh, you know, there's a lot of trees that work good for for food for turkeys. You know, turkeys like to eat acorns. They like to eat most kinds of fruit I've found that fall off a tree. Um, cherries in particular seem to be a big draw in my area. But again, all these things are fall food or summer food. Almost none of them are food in the spring. So if you want to influence spring turkey habits, if you want to impact spring turkey hunting, which is the is the core turkey hunting season, in my opinion, it's the most fun. It is, you know, the best time of the year to be out hunting turkeys. One of the best times of the year to be out hunting anything, period. Like I said, if you're in the fall turkey hunting, uh, I'm not going to really go that direction with this video, only because I think it's just too obvious. All these things that you've, you, video, excuse me, this podcast episode, it's too obvious. There's all the things that you would plant for anything to eat, for deer, for people, you plant that in the fall and it's going to draw turkeys. And like I said, there's a lot of good mixes out there. But what do you do in the spring? Particularly this time of year, can you still do anything? Is it too late? Is there still a chance? Well, the answer is it depends on where you live and it depends on how ready and able you are to get up and get moving. So what do turkeys eat in the spring? Well, they're anything they can find that wasn't consumed in the fall. So any acorns, any seeds, anything they can find that hasn't been eaten. It's slim pickings, but the snow's melted. They're looking... They're scratching for grubs. They're looking for bugs. Any any kind of seeds, anything they can find, that's what they're trying to eat right now. Um, when hatchlings come out, you've got poults. Probably the in, in many areas, the number one thing that they eat are going to be grasshoppers. And that gives you a little bit of insight into where turkeys are going to be in the springtime. They like to be around grass. They like to be around grassy areas where, where bugs are going to start to flourish as things begin to warm up, particularly hens. And where he the hens are, the gobblers will not be too far away. So, you know, grass is not in and of itself a turkey food. Turkeys don't really eat grass. But grassy areas produce things that the turkeys do eat. Uh, when it comes to actual forage, the one thing that I found that I think is a good idea for new hunters to plant is clover. Clover is a turkey food. It's roughly 33% protein, depending on the type of clover that you're planting. So it's a very nutritious, very important source of protein and nutrients for turkeys in the springtime, in the spring. Not so much in the fall. The fall, they've got more exciting options that are available to them. But in the spring, clover really can make a difference in an area, especially if there's slim pickings. So another thing that clover does is it provides that grassy environment for forage, for bugs, for everything else. You've got clover that's going to sprout and bloom, and you've got little the little flowers, and now you've got bees coming, and you've got other bugs around. So... It creates a dynamic that's important that draws other food into an area. So the way I would recommend you do it 
is clear an area. Doesn't have to be a huge area. You know, a fifth of an acre is a nice little, nice little turkey plot. It doesn't need to be much bigger than that. It can be a little smaller than that. But, uh, you know, a, a fifth of an acre, even a tenth of an acre can be big enough to, to make a difference if you're in an area where there's not much else going on. If you're competing, you might need a little bit more. But uh, first thing you do is clear an area. Um, if you're in the woods or you have a lot of woods, clear some woods. Get some canopy down. Clear the, the floor, forest floor. Now, just by virtue of have clearing, you're going to have grass and weeds and all kinds of stuff that'll come up if you do nothing. If you control that and mow it and make that like a cut field so that every spring you've got you know fresh greens that pop up, that'll become a, an area that is sought after by turkeys until the grass and the weeds get too high. You know, once it gets about 10 inches or so, I've found turkeys are just a lot less inclined to be there. Harder to get around. It's, um, you know, they can't be seen. Toms in particular, they want to strut. They want to want uh, hens to be able to see their tail feathers. So real tall grass is not a place where turkeys lounge. They may pass through. They may take cover there, but it's not going to be a destination. So that low, low grass, low areas in the spring are often turkey magnets. Like I said, especially if there's not much of that in the area. So just by clearing some space and keeping it low, you can create something that draws turkeys into your area in the springtime. So, um, you know, even right now, that's something that you can do, something you can work on. Um, you don't need any heavy machinery. You don't need to till the ground. And which is the other thing of why I think clover, particularly white clover, is a good idea. Because you don't need any special equipment to plant clover. You don't need any, you don't need to till the ground. All you need to do is get some seed into bare soil, onto bare soil. Not into it, don't even have to work it in. Get some seed onto bare soil. So, you know, one of the things that you can easily do in, you know, in a day or a couple days is you can go out into the woods and you can clear, you know, a tenth of an acre, an eighth of an acre, a fifth of an acre. You can take down some trees. You can, you know, just tear out whatever junk and nastiness might be there. And if it really is woods, you know, all you got to do is rake back the leaves and the ground cover and you're going to have bare dirt. You just weed whack it away. You don't even need to use a rake. You can just weed whack it down to the dirt and then boom, you've got bare dirt and you can get yourself some clover seed. You can spread it on there. And then within, once the soil temperature hits roughly 50, 55 degrees, that clover is going to grow. And depending on when your season is and what the weather is where you are, it may grow enough and fast enough to impact the spring season. Even if right now, if you plan it, you know, next week, you still have a chance that you could impact things for the spring. Just making the clearing, I think, actually would have an impact. Literally, if you planted nothing and just did the clearing and you don't have a lot of clear areas, I think that'll make an impact. 
get some clover down, if it's able to grow and get a couple inches off the ground, then that's going to become a food source in a clear area. So that's something that can draw turkeys that you can do right now. My favorite thing about clover, though, is it's perennial. It keeps coming back. So maybe this spring or this summer or this fall, you decide, okay, we're going to clear some ground and we're going to plant some clover. Well, you plant it once, you might have to maintain it a little bit. You might have to, you know, add some extra seed every year on the on areas that might be a little bit bare. You might have to, to take some action on weeds and things like that. Make sure it doesn't get crowded out, but it's just going to keep growing back. You don't have to till, you don't have to shovel. Uh, you might need to put down some lime if your soil pH is too low. You know, that could be an issue. You need to get that pH up a little bit. But for the most part, and, and lime is cheap, you know, to do a tenth of an acre, you know, you might need, oh, I don't know, 100 pounds, 200 pounds of lime. That's that's 20 bucks. You know, it's 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 very reasonable in terms of food plotting. Right, there's almost no cheaper way you can do this. If you get a chainsaw and a weed whacker, you can put in a clover patch just about anywhere. That's pretty much all you need. You you don't even always need the chainsaw. Depends on what kind of tree action you have there. But clover needs partial sun. Doesn't need full sun, it needs partial sun. So you don't have to have, you know, ten acres of, of bare ground facing, you know, the the you know full sun all day long. You need partial sun. So at least part of the day, there's got to be good sun there. So you have a lot of options. You can do a real small area, even in the middle of woods. You can, you know, if you have fields that are already cleared, maybe just have fallow fields or you've got, you know, fields that you plant or you've got just grasslands. You could take a corner of that field and, and just weed whack that down to the dirt and just put in clover. And then that corner will become a draw and then you can, you know, you can maintain that and that'll draw deer. That'll draw lots of other things also. But talking about turkeys, that's something that can really make a difference in the spring. And the beautiful thing is, you know, once you get it planted, it's going to spring up in the springtime at the perfect time of year. When they need it the most, when it's going to influence the turkey season the most, it's going to spring up. It's going to grow fast and strong. Whereas, you know, if you plant it right now, you know, clover takes a little while to grow and get established. You might be able to get a few inches off the ground, and that can be enough to make a difference this season. But if, it, if you plant it this year, next year, it's just going to pop up on its own, and boom. It's there right when you want it to be, right when it matters the most. And oftentimes, it'll outgrow whatever's around it. So, you know, you, what, you, what you'll see is you plant clover in the spring or in the summer... You might have weeds that grow up with that clover. And, you know, come August or September, doesn't look great. You might uh, plant some, some additional seed to try to help it out. But then you'll see come November, all those weeds are going to die. And that clover is going to be standing there with all these dead weeds. And the weeds, most of the weeds are not perennials. So then come the spring, those weeds are dead they've got to start over from seeds. They've got to start over from the ground up and that clover is going to spring up and has a real good chance of taking over. So your second year can be better than your first year 
because that clover is able to spring up. It's a ground cover so it can help choke out weeds and the level of maintenance that you need on it can really be small. You know, once you get it established, it's it's a great crop to have. But for spring turkey hunting, it's phenomenal. Um, I don't know of anything that is necessarily better nationwide, right? There might be parts of the country you could plant stuff that would be help you more. You know, if you're deep in the south, you got a lot longer growing season. You got a lot more options. But in terms of just a general one thing that's going to work pretty much anywhere in the country, I would say some nice white clover. It's inexpensive, you know, enough seed to cover a fifth of an acre might cost you 10, 15, 20 bucks. If you need to put down some lime to up your pH, you know, you're talking about 20 bucks worth of lime with a uh, you know, I use uh oh I don't even know what the technical term is. Just one of those spreaders you use to put salt down on your driveway when it snows. Throw my lime in there. I mean, literally, I can do about an eighth of an acre or a fifth of an acre with lime, fertilizer, and seed in about half an hour. 200 pounds of lime, you know, five or whatever it might be, 10 bags, five bags, and put some extra seed down, even put down a bag of fertilizer, get you some some zero 2020 or 10 2020 fertilizer you want as little nitrogen as you can get because uh, clover produces its own nitrogen so nitrogen just feeds weeds so i got some 10 2020 i got a big like 20 pound bag that that's that's years worth like that fertilizer may go bad before i use it all you know you don't need a whole lot of it and that was i don't know 10 12 bucks or something so we're talking really inexpensive here and you don't need fertilizer necessarily it all depends on what kind of soil you have what kind of ground you're working with so again you can go at this by just clearing ground and that's going to create an area that turkeys are drawn to if there's not a lot of clear ground around there another thing though is if you have clear ground surrounded by woods surrounded by cover that's going to be even more attractive to turkeys because they've got cover, they feel safe in there. It's easy to slip in, slip out. You might find your, you might find uh, toms in there strutting and and doing their thing. So that's it's something you know. You may be surrounded by a lot of big, huge open fields, but you've got a chunk of woods, a little clearing in that woods with some cover around it, could be something that really draws them. So again, you don't even necessarily need to plant anything. The basic food plot strategy for turkeys is just clear ground and, you know, let them hang out there in the springtime. Uh, the next phase would be to plant some clover. Now, if you're going to clear ground, I would recommend just put the clover down while you have bare soil. I've made this mistake before. So I'm just, I'm just going to tell you from experience. I've cleared ground and said, well, I'm just going to see how this goes. Clear this area you know, down to the dirt with a weed whacker and a rake, and I'll see how it goes, and then, you know, maybe later on I'll decide to plant clover there. Well, if you have bare dirt, something will grow. It may be something you want, maybe something you don't want, and what I found was, you know, a few months later, I got all these weeds and stuff growing up, and I'm like, ah, you know, I should have just, while I had the dirt cleared, just gone ahead and seeded it with clover. Like, what was I thinking? And... So then you have to do double the work to re-clear it. 
especially if you want to do it during the during the uh, the season. You know, if you're going to do it late fall or early spring before stuff starts to grow, it's not so bad. But you know, clear some ground, clear some dirt, throw some seed on it, and then boom, you've got yourself a clover patch. Doesn't have to be a manicured clover patch, but it'll draw turkeys. The turkeys eat the clover. The turkeys eat the bugs that the clover attracts. And um, it's just, it's a nice, simple, easy, cheap thing that beginners can do without a lot of land, without a lot of work, without a lot of equipment. So, um, you know, that's just one strategy that you can employ in order to, to give you an edge, in order to, to create something on your land that attracts birds. Again, a lot of guys that are turkey hunters, they, they might have a little land, but they don't have acres that they can clear or plant or do stuff with. You know, you might only have a couple acres in addition to your house. So it's like, okay, what can you do on that small property in order to make an impact? And I think this is probably at the top of my list in terms of influencing spring turkey behavior. You know, some people say, well, you know, you need tall trees for turkeys to roost in. Yeah, well, go ahead and plant some oak trees and wait until they get tall and become roosting trees. And then your grandchildren can have better turkey hunting. You know, that's just not realistic. But if you can draw them, turkeys will come from distance. Turkeys will cover distance. Deer, deer like to bed within a couple hundred yards of their, of their primary food source. Turkeys will travel miles in a given day if needed, especially in some parts of the country. They can cover serious distance. So you might not have any trees on your area or on your property that are good for roosting. They're going to attract birds. But if you give them food or cover or water or something that is not easy for them to get in that area, they will come from distance for it. They really will. Turkeys will travel. Now, they may not stay there all day. They might be there for 10 minutes. They might be there for an hour. But they will often cover cover ground to get what they want. If it's safe and effective for them to roost over here and their food's half mile or a mile from there, not a big deal. They will travel. They'll go. Now, they may not, like I said, they may not live there all day, but it's something that will draw them, something that can bring them into that area on a regular basis. And that's all you need. You need to get birds, you need to get gobblers in that zone, in that general vicinity. Something you can call to, something that you can you know, listen for. You just need to get them close enough that you can pull them the rest of the way in. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes for this episode. Lots of other episodes on turkey hunting. In the middle of a turkey hunting series right now. Um, So you can check them out. Subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, I want to ask you guys, if you're able... Go to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and leave us a positive review. There's no better way to get this podcast, to get these shows into more people's hands than by leaving five-star reviews with comments on iTunes. I don't need the, the positive reinforcement, but it affects the algorithm for where we rank in search results. And when, when iTunes shows the podcast to other people who are looking at hunting podcasts and things like that. So if this is helpful for you, that's maybe the number one way that, 
you can help us get this show to other people, you know, and of course sharing it yourself with them. But that's a great way to help us get discovered by other people who are looking for help, looking for insight and all those things. So till next time, I appreciate you guys. God bless you and go get them in the woods.